0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guest starting definitely seems easier because, like I said, you don't have to worry about is he doing this to just, like, cuckold fantasy watch me or watch live porn? Is he doing this because he's actually interested in other women but doesn't want to d- dump me or let me down? You don't have to have all those insecurities as a woman going into it if you're just showing up in the.
1: Welcome to Getting Carried Away, the podcast inspired by everyone's favorite TV series, Sex and the City. Getting Carried Away is a podcast where women can tell their stories of love, relationships, sex, and everything in between free of judgment following each episode of the Sex and the City series. I'm your host, Jessica, a self-proclaimed die-hard Sex and the City fan. Join me each week as a guest and I will watch an episode of Sex and the City and share our personal life experiences based on the content of that episode. My goal is to provide a safe, pro-opinion space for women to share their experiences, critiques, and feelings while connecting through our love of Sex and the City so we can all unleash our inner Carries, Mirandas, Samanthas, and Charlottes. Let's get Carried Away together. Hello, beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to Getting Carried Away. I'm your host, Jessica. I am so excited to share this episode with you all because we are on episode eight. Eight, so close to the end of this season and I cannot thank you all enough for all of the support the amazing reviews the kind words and all of the subscribers because my podcast would not be here without you and I am just so excited and elated to share this episode because this episode was the most fun and just so much laughing had gone on recording this episode. And my guest, Hillary, is honestly the funniest woman ever. And she is a small town girl with a big town voice. And I cannot wait to have her share and just tell you what's up. So without further ado, let's get carried away. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Getting Carried Away, Season 1, Episode 8. I'm sitting here today with my lovely friend, Hillary. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm really, really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good too. I'm so excited to have you on this episode. I am
0: really, really excited about this. Oh my gosh, you know what? Your smile is like <laughs> glowing right now. I'm so I mean, happy. What's not to love about this? Like talking, like girl talk, sex talk. Oh my God, right? Right? I love that you speak my language. Yes. You want
1: it. 100%. Yes. So, this is honestly, like, a really exciting episode because this episode is Sex and the City entitled, Threes a Crowd. Right? So, clearly, we're obviously talking about threesomes. Yep. The power of the three. Right? Okay. So, just to kind of give everyone a little background, Hillary. Yes. You've obviously been in a threesome
0: and a foursome
1: and a foursome (laughs) so we can get
0: really into the numbers game
1: today exactly that's that's exactly why I picked you for this episode you're perfect (laughs) thank you what a weird (laughs) thing to be perfect about (laughs) (laughs) but it's so underrepresented you know it's like you got to be proud of these things yes 100 percent exactly and just to give everyone a little tidbit like I, I have never been in a threesome so okay Yeah, so just a little thing you need to know about me. I'm the expert today. Exactly. Okay. You are my guest expert. I love it. (laughs) So we have a lot of really important topics to go through. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to talk forever. So That's okay with me. Yeah, we have to get started like right Right now. now. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we start this episode with basically Carrie doing a voiceover of Charlotte meeting this new man. Yes, Jack. Jack. Jack, Yeah. And, you know, she's, like, chased him through all of Manhattan, New York.
0: Right, according to Carrie. According to Carrie, yes. So, ever chase the man? (laughs) Ew. Yeah. I mean, so I guess the only man, which really he should just be called a piece of shit, that I've ever been in love with, I sort of just never gave up on wanting him. So I definitely, while living in the East Coast, which is where I'm from for people who don't would know that. I like would go around just like I would go to his work to see him just like made myself so available all of the time to drive him to and from work to be you didn't oh oh my god I was oh my god yeah but I would also like then I would like go to whatever bar he was at I would go to the bar that he worked at as like his second job just to be able to be there like if I would have tried any harder I would have been part of his fucking colon like <laughs> oh my god I tried so hard and for three years until I moved here like wow. I like tried to be basically irreplaceable Beyonce's irreplaceable <laughs> They, I They So, like, definitely chased him, and in, in a way to no avail, because as much as we ended up fucking and spending time together, we never became a relationship, like, labeled. Oh. So, I chased, but I never gave up. Right. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> in retrospect. Oh, I wouldn't have learned the lessons I learned, so no regrets.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay, very similar to, like, Charlotte's situation then, because, yes. like, she obviously went out of her way to chase this. Man. Right. And clearly it wasn't really right for her. I don't think so, no. No, not at all. Okay, can we just please quickly, like, talk about their roller skating date?
0: I mean, so I, one, am not an able person. Like, I can't roller skate. Like, I'm not able in the term, like, the sense of. Like, capable of sporting ever. (laughs) Like, I am able bodied, I can walk, but that's it, and barely a straight line. So, it's not a date
1: I could do, but like, was that cute then? I have no idea. Like, it it looked really cute from the way they shot it, because like, it seemed like they were in some kind of weird roller skating
0: group it made me think of like beyonce's music video but like that's like that was like sexy 90s retro with you know those like shorts with the stripes on the yes. side that make everyone look so hip like yes. hip forward mm-hmm. whereas them it was just like oh we're cute in on work and i was like why though yeah
1: it was very strange and like the thing is i find i don't know if you know the difference between quad skates and yes. blades yeah yes, yes, yes. so i think they were on on blades
0: yeah, and which I don't is think they're different than going yeah. to like a roller rink. I just don't think it's that sexy if it's not quads. No, it's definitely not that. Like to me, the rollerblading is like with your brothers at like a skate park, and <laughs> like you know, like X Games. Like what? Yeah, a oh very
1: weird. It's super weird, but like. Good for them, you know? Hand in hand, no fucks given, they're a couple, do your thing, right? for sure. So, definitely cute the way they shot it, but would I do it? Hell, fucking no.
0: No, me me neither. (laughs) I can't, I couldn't.
1: Yeah. So, moving on, like, obviously they've been dating, and according to Charlotte, the sex is great, he's philanthropic, he's successful, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And obviously, like, in bed, this jack dude asks typical questions. What's your fantasy? Yeah, To Charlotte. And Charlotte is so cute! She w- goes and says that she wants to own her own gallery
0: or like... Uh, yeah, own a gallery and basically have sex in her at her work. Yeah, basically. Right. <laughs>
1: like, really, really just amazing fantasies. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Charlotte, for yes. having goals. Well, obviously that is not what Jack is talking about. No. So clearly he wants to know her sexual fantasies. Right. So, okay... You know, he makes an example of, you know, fucking on a plane or whatever. Right. Okay, first of all, that is not a sexy fantasy to me. I don't hate planes. I think planes are
0: just really (laughs) gross and dirty as hell, and I'm not down. I think that what's sexy about that idea is more the confined space and the option of being caught, which would lead me to admitting that I fucked in my work bathroom that was a bar, if you want to talk about gross inside Oh, confusion. yeah, that's a, that's number two on the list for me. I'm like, can't. I definitely did that. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry if my former employer is listening. <laughs> um, probably not. I don't know that, like, a plane for me isn't really, like, the fantasy either. Like, I think for a long time so like I lost my virginity at 21 so for me my fantasies were sort of accomplishing things that all of my friends had like just general stuff like the car or like you know like the bleachers or things like that whereas now now I think the thing is and we can get into it later but I think that maybe the new thing is pegging Oh, yeah. I have heard of that. Because, Stina and thing. it also, like, it, admittedly, I have a very huge crush on Harry Styles from One Direction. And my fantasy in life is, like, could you imagine fucking someone worth $93 million? <laughs> That's an expensive fuck right there. <laughs> That's all I want to do in my oh life. Oh, my God. That's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, but not just peg anyone. It has to be him. But I think that that would be sort of a fantasy. would be exploring something more intense like that. Okay. Now, because it seems like everything, everything's sort of been done. Like, we're this generation that, you know, anal isn't even that big of a deal now. Yeah, very true. So, like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. If it's good, then it's good. But, like, if we're talking about fantasies that seem sort of like outlandish and weird and like taboo and that you would reveal sexually in bed, like they do together, Peckin's all I got, homie. Like, I don't know anymore. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, from someone that's obviously like, compared to
0: you anyway, like not as sexually adventurous. (laughs) Which is so funny to me because it's only lost her virginity at 21. I feel like I'm not that adventurous. It's just been like these like handful of experiences that are. And then after that, it's been very boring and usually pretty bad, but we can also get into that. Yeah, after. no, I love that. Because, like, for me, like, I
1: I can't even say that I really have a fantasy. I was, like, <laughs> drilling my brain. I'd be like, what would I be into? I honestly don't know. I feel like threesome would be it for me. Like, I feel like I'd have to do the threesome, and then, like, I'll probably move up from there. Maybe
0: you got to start exploring different porn categories and probably. seeing if you like what, what you're seeing. Yeah. Do
1: you want that? Yeah, I feel like threesome with two guys would be, like...
0: That's definitely I've, on my list, because that's not the one that I did. Oh, okay. definitely I did a female, female, male.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I feel like I do the two males, but, like, oh my god, like... There's
0: a lot of complication with that because of the fact that so many men still find being near another ma- naked man scary and yeah. taboo. So, you almost need to have by men. Exactly. And, like, I don't even know how I feel about that. So, right. like, exactly. Yeah. So, like,
1: I be, you know, the, so many technicalities involved okay. here. Yeah, like, there is. Yeah. And, like, communication is obviously key. You almost need
0: to take an article out for it. Oh, wait. Seriously. <laughs> oh, wait. An ad? Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, wait. oh wait. <laughs> I have to comment
1: that Charlotte's fantasies are just so cute. Yes. Like, not, okay, not that I find having sex on your parents' bed, like, completely sexy or anything like that, but it seems like The thing, like, for teenage girls to think of, or teenage boys. I don't even know, but...
0: Well, that's definitely, I think, it's, like, the first place that seems sort of restricted and it's a place of like the people of authority sort of the same as like a church yeah you know like you fuck in the home of god you fuck in the home of your parents exactly who else is there like the disrespect is like amazing yeah you just (laughs) cover me it's like sexy yeah yeah exactly
1: oh my gosh yeah no I, i feel you i follow this is kind of where like i have to ask you you know and we kind of like covered it a little bit right. But like what do you think makes guys want threesomes because clearly like the ladies talk about it like they're bantering back and forth about
0: yes like every guy wants threesomes I definitely think it's I don't think it's necessarily or maybe not anymore all the idea of sleeping with multiple women all the time definitely think now in 2019 it can be about being more sexually adventurous in terms of male or females being the second partner I think now it's different I feel like then it would have possibly been a lot more of just I want to be able to screw two women or I want to be able to almost watch like live action porn in front of me I recently went to a party and was sort of told that the only reason I had ever been with a woman was to perform for a man what and this was and this was even before I had ever really said that I was like fully like I am bisexual I've never dated a girl but I've been now with multiple and it's something I definitely enjoy and like and I think women are just beautiful beings and so to have been told that like nah 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 nah, you ate that pussy because of like a dude and I'm like. Well, what about the, w- the times that men weren't in the room, like, just so I could tell the story later? Like, how self-centered and egotistical can you be to think that in my private life, I am fucking women to then turn around and be like, hey, guys, let me tell you about the story so you can beat off to it later? Like, that's definitely not at all in my thought process when I'm looking at a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that adds to the idea that maybe threesomes for men are that superficial. Like, having that being told to me in 2019 definitely brought back that thought of, like, it really is always just about getting your dick wet. And the idea that you, it sex revolves around men's dicks getting wet. And as, like, women are still not supposed to be sexually pleasured in their own mind, which is, like, such a feminist hot topic that we could told, probably have our whole own, like, episode about. But I don't know. I still... I hope that now it's much more men want threesomes to experiment and less to be able to just watch women eat out other women in front of them. Yeah. I hope.
1: Yeah, no, because, like... (laughs) No, because, like, what you just said was very, like, Miranda vocals right now.
0: Yeah. Because that's what... Because
1: that's exactly what Miranda says. Like, she's like, oh, just... It just is a way for him to, like, watch you make out with another... Mm-hmm. Like, be a lesbian for 100%. a night, and then he could just beat off to it. Yes. Which, I, you know, I... And I don't want to believe that that's why guys want to only just participate in threesomes right. with two women. Or, like, and then
0: there's also the other idea of, like, if it's a couple, sort of being able to cheat without cheating. Right. Like, that almost, like, promiscue... promiscuity, yeah. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Because there's that, that option as well, which... Neither both bode well with me, which is why, I mean, how I would feel about, like, we'll talk later about the guest starring part, but, like, mm-hmm. if that's sort of the thing, I don't know, if you're a couple, and then that, like, if that's the whole point, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't, I hope now that it's about more of a expression of self, and less of, like, trying to put women in that awkward position.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because then, like, that's when I, like, actually wrote in my notes, like, cuckold fantasy, like, that's, yes right? And, like, I, I'm just like, but... Why? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is kind of where, like, you mentioned the guest mm. star thing, and like Samantha does talk about that. You know, the, the best way to experience a threesome is to be a guest star, mm-hmm. and obviously that's something that Samantha lives by. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yes. Do you have any opinions about being a guest star?
0: Were you a guest star? In I threesome? was. Oh, okay. So for the so for the threesome, it was a married couple and I. And I mean, it was a couple who had done it multiple times. So I think for them, it was just, he sort of doesn't work in the same province. He's always away. And I think it was just sort of this freedom, open marriage thing that was working for them. I did it because it was like the, my, like, she was, I really just wanted to experience being with a woman. And I was like, if I have to get pounded out at the same time, fine. <laughs> so I did it. But I, I think that. Guest starting definitely seems easier because, like I said, you don't have to worry about is he doing this to just, like, cuckold fantasy watch me or watch live porn? Is he doing this because he's actually interested in other women but doesn't want to dump me or let me down? You don't have to have all those insecurities as a woman going into it if you're just showing up and then peacing out. Like, it definitely seems much easier because you don't have that intimate tie. You don't have that physical, like, you don't have any real intimate connection. It's just bodies orgasming together. So it definitely seems that Samantha's right and that it would be easier. But having all, I I would raise the question is having all of these empty, like, into, like intimate moments that are just vacant worthwhile. Because I don't know, like... Did you find that when you
1: were participating in the threesome that you wanted that intimate connection that clearly wasn't
0: there? I sort of did. Like, I enjoyed being able to finally experiment with a woman, and that's what I focused on. But at the end, it was sort of like, maybe I should have just found a girl I was more interested in instead of just hopping on this opportunity because it was present at the time. And, like, I was, like, intoxicated and stuff, which definitely made it easier, you know. When Your liquid l- courage, my, was yeah. When the when the lust juice is flowing, <laughs> you go for it. But I definitely, I don't know. I've never, I've never been with a woman in a like sober setting to just sort of like f- finally let loose and see what it's like to really make a connection. I'm very scared of doing that. <laughs> but I think it like it was easier. But then looking back on it, I was sort of like, well, that happened. Shrug like mm. it's over shrug yeah so
1: are you did, did you go into it thinking i'm going to have this like great threesome super fuck and i'm going to walk away feeling like <laughs> the strongest like tigress in the house like I
0: mean what was i definitely that? was very like like a little drunk and very like i thought i can't believe this is happening i can't believe we're going to do this go over to the house and as it's happening i was very like you have to be like you have to prove yourself that like you can like Fuck women as good as you do men, because I'd like to think that it's going well on that front. (laughs) And so I definitely went into it with that mentality, and I left feeling like I had satisfied everyone in the room. But then I didn't feel satisfied. Yeah, I was just
1: going to ask you. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was so
0: focused on making her come that I didn't. Oh, what? What? listen. Yeah. I hope that these people aren't listening. Well, I'll make sure that if I share the link on Facebook, I make sure they can't see this. But like the dick was about the size of a baby carrot. Oh my god. And we were all drunk and high on substances. And so it was like, meh. But I was just so focused on like, eating pussy like it was groceries <laughs> to quote whatever rap song that's from and so i just like i never really like i felt satisfied that i had like pleased everyone else and like happy about it about that one thing but then the rest of the experience i was sort of like well i didn't come and i don't i don't know that i'd do it again with these people but i would sleep with a woman again because it no one cried <laughs> no one cried no one died okay yeah it was just okay. It was okay. So if you were to
1: redo it, would you want to be the person, the woman in the relationship, or would you still guest star?
0: I definitely think that I am too, like, you heard what I said about chasing that guy. I don't think I could ever watch someone I love do it, or maybe, maybe it was weirder because I had, I knew these people. Like, I would, like, if it was a random person almost, like, taking out an ad, or (laughs) not that we do that now, but, like, I don't know, if it was more just happenstance, I think so. If it was being at a bar and just seeing someone, but, like, knowing them and sort of... I think it was the idea for me that maybe this couple had talked about it before, then, like, drank with me. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could sit down with the person I love and be like, you know, we like we ran into Jessica. I, we've seen her a few times. You think she's cute? Let's do it. Because then that affects the friendship level. And it's like, how long have you been thinking about that person? I'm really not confident what i would say but again i think that like charlotte i would want to please the person i'm with and maybe would say yes even if my heart wants to say no so i don't know i'm still single so if harry styles can listen to this realize i want to peg him then we can discuss the threesome part two and we'll come full circle yeah (laughs) of all the answers (laughs) because i don't know it would depend on who i'm With.
1: with yeah totally yeah, because then like the conversation would be different. Yes, the whole setup will be different. How you even plan on going about it would be right really different. for sure. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that there has to be a level of open communication, yes. and then the planning of it
0: is so crucial. I like, think that do it you would... want to be
1: drunk again to do it? No, no right. I like, think this
0: time I would really want to be sober. That's my yeah. my whole my whole like since moving to Toronto mission has been sober sex, oh more than drunk sex. So yes. far we're doing. Okay. But, like, I would have to be, yeah, I would I would definitely want that. And I definitely think I would, would rather it be a random person, I don't know, and it's happenstance, as opposed to thinking that it's been planned for a while. Know that we both want threesomes, but don't have a choice on the person until it's, like, you, now, bed, done. Got it. Never see you again. Got it. Take a biscuit for the road.
1: <laughs> on the go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Cool. I'm, I'm really kind of glad that, like, that threesome experience, though, made you kind of realize what you want. It and was definitely want. eye-opening.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, yes. I, I
1: feel that. No, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad. It was eye-opening, and
0: it was sort of eye-opening for the
1: foursome that happened after, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so continuing on with, like, Samantha's comments, and she was saying how, like, threesomes are very in right now. It is, mm-hmm. like, very on-trend. It's the blowjob of the 90s. And then this is where Carrie asked her, what's the blowjob of the 80s? And she said, it sucks. Yes. Yeah. And Okay. So since the airing of this episode, it's been probably like two decades almost of what the new blowjob of the early 2000s and then the 2010s or whatever you fucking call it.
0: Yeah. So. Can we name it? Like, what would you call it? Pegging probably for now. I feel like it's got to be something more extreme. Okay. Because like when she's referring to anal sex, she's referring to male penetrating a woman's asshole. Yeah. She's not thinking about the reverse at all. And I think now we're at a place where everyone's thinking about pleasuring everyone in different ways and that it can be like anything. Like maybe it's like sucking balls. Is it, is it a, <laughs> Is it, is it putting a vibrator on like your taint? Cause that just sends men overboard. I heard. I heard. I know. I, that, you know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, I think that, like, for this year, I want to say something like, for this decade, I mean, I would say, like, the 2010s would be pegging. Yeah. And
1: more and then- more
0: anal exploration for the males. Okay. For the people who identify as male. Got it. For 2000 to 2010, I don't want to think about it, I was six. Uh, (laughs) 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 Like, what was my mom into? Like, that's where my brain goes, I was a child. I know, I was
1: a child too, but like, I mean, I would be so curious to, to know what the sex was like back then.
0: See, I don't know. Okay, well, we got to think about in terms of songs that were popular. Yeah. To the Window to the Wall, we got Ponder Replay, Shonda Paul. Oh, my gosh.
1: And then we had Paris Hilton, who was about her sex tape. Maybe, yes. like, a recording it's, sex? It's
0: maybe maybe more voyage yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, like, really crazy,
1: like, recording your shit and then, like, putting it on blast. It's gotta like, be. It's gotta be, like,
0: self-exposure. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think, yeah. like, just exposing like, yourself yeah. to...
0: Outdoor sex, voyeur sex, yeah. cuckolding. Just everyone watching everyone.
1: Exactly. Because that must have
0: been the boom of porn would have been then.
1: Yeah, because then, like, the internet was just, like, really picking up. There we figured it yeah, out. we got it. Scientists. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Sexual scientists. Yes. I know. <laughs> Another comment samantha makes is mm-hmm. the fact that she doesn't do relationships which is why she has great sex yes okay tell me what you think about that because i i am very much about relationships and i think you can have very great relation great sex sorry in when a, you in a, a relationship, relationship.
0: I, so i've as i said chased that guy for three years to no avail i've never technically been in a relationship and i'm going to be 26 did i ever like i would like to think i've had like a few moments of great sex without having ever been in a relationship. But I think that it's about your mentality. Can you can you compartmentalize your feelings in a box so that you can make moments of intimacy happen only with your body and not have it be this mental connection and I don't think I'm that type of person. I'm very much into intelligence and interests and the things I like about people are like I, I like knowing what people like so that I can then partake in their hobbies. Or I'm the type of, like, I'm the type of girl who, like, I find out you like a band and all of a sudden there's, like, a pair of, like, merch in your drawer and it's just, like, a little present. And I'm, like, I always try to be that person. So to to shut all that off and just be, like, you're hot, I'm hot, let's bang. Or even in the episode where how Samantha is continuing to, like, sleep with this person um, who, who is in or is married... But like being able to drag that on and see that person multiple times but being able to still be disconnected mentally I don't think I would be able to do. At some point I would want to know their interests, their likes, their life. If they had a pet, I would bring treats. Like I can't do that. I I don't think so. And I may I don't know if that's why I, every time I've had sex, I've had very few one-night stands. I've had sex that's happened like on multiple occasions like I've known the person, we fucked a few times, we were friends or like coworkers or whatever. It still never was great. I think I always was hoping that the sex would lead to them wanting more in terms of a relationship. And that just never happened because there are men who were able to shut off and just fuck. And so I was always just sort of let down.
1: And, like, I love how you said men that can shut off and fuck. Because, yes. like, the series does talk about, in the first mm-hmm. episode... Yes. They do talk about fucking, like, men. Yes. Without feeling. Yep. And I'm like, I don't think I can do that either.
0: Like Yes, I'm, I remember you saying that. Yeah. I definitely... I know that I can't. And I don't think that all men can. And I think that is maybe a stereotype and a misconception. But I think that the percentage is higher. And I just... That's something that I can't do. Which is why, like, maybe for Samantha it's working. That she can, like just fuck and not really feel but that's not something that works for me. Is sex better when you don't have that emotional connection? I don't know. I think it takes a very deep understanding of someone's emotions and mentality to be able to have the confidence to say you like golden showers or you want your asshole probed or whatever unless you are doing like what they do later in the episode and putting out an actual advertisement and knowing someone's going to answer you for your specification. It takes a lot of courage to look someone in the eye who you've Never met, or even someone you've been going on dates with, and be like, "Hey, I like this thing that m- most of society thinks is weird. Want to do it to me, though?" Like that's very that takes a lot of courage. Like I couldn't do that to just
1: anybody. Yeah, I I totally agree with the whole like deep connection mm-hmm. and like you know bonding with someone yes. because it's such an intimate place to be. You're fucking naked and like you know you're just too many things like too of many course. too many factors involved that like I can't just do and compartmentalize my feelings too like I like I can't shut that shit
0: off no I can't either
1: yeah exactly and I really and I have to say like I agree with you and I really give Samantha huge props and for any ladies out there Mm -hmm. that do what Samantha does no fuss no
0: muss congratulations you guys guys are lit you guys are the future (laughs) right not to call anybody out But my cousin is capable of doing that, and she's a goddamn goddess. Wow! Wow, Teach me your ways. I know we need to like have drinks. I keep we can because I keep saying I'm like I don't know how you just live your life to the fullest, (laughs) and then just like roll out of bed like nothing happened. I like I have sex and then I gotta cry for thirty minutes after being like, did I make the right choice? Oh, oh my
1: gosh. Okay, so we're continuing on with the ladies' bantery back and forth, and. This is kind of where the question that comes up with me and I and I you went through a lot with this whole threesome thing. But yes. like I have to ask again. If you were to do this threesome and or obviously you've done it, mm-hmm. but like right. what if I could redo? Yeah, if you going to redo it. Like what do you think would be the benefit for you? Like
0: emotionally, physically, like what I we, definitely think the overarching benefit for everyone involved should be like fun and experimentation. Mm. And I think that expression of the self you mentioned too yes right? I definitely think it should be that I and I think that like that should be the benefit or the gain is maybe like like learning about yourself and learning what other people like I think should be the goal and as opposed to anything else really right that's what yeah. I would say like if I could if I could redo it and go back I think that I would still want to be the guest star. And I think that I would just have it be more of an anonymity to it. Like, I think that it would have been better, easier, cooler... If I just like showed up and didn't know them maybe as much as I did, didn't have to see them after, didn't have that small town syndrome of being like, oh, we all know that it happened because you saw me leave with them Mm. because there was one bar in a 10 mile (laughs) radius. So I think that would have been what would have been better. Like being able to learn about yourself in private, even if there's like, what I mean by that, like the threesome being more private, I think would have been better. Like that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. so we get to the part of where the ladies start talking about who they would do a threesome with, right? And, oh my god, this conversation honestly kills me. Because it's so personal to all of them. And, like, you know, long story short, Miranda gets left out, Mm -hmm. right? Because, like, Charlotte would do it with Carrie, Carrie would do it with Sam, Sam would do it with Charlotte, but no one would do it with Miranda, Mm -hmm. right? So this is where Miranda obviously is suffering from her sort of trauma like her sexual rejection from her girlfriends what are your thoughts of this sexual rejection
0: (laughs) i definitely can feel like for her as just someone who like throughout life as like you know pined for these guys and sort of been rejected like never really on a sexual level but more on like an emotional mental level of like oh i'm driving you to work every day but like still like you still don't want to date me type of thing like so i definitely feel the rejection part in that sucks and that's hard and I definitely think that desirability for me has always been a big thing I definitely always was worried about how I presented myself in bed which I think ties into how Miranda feels like I always felt like I had to put on an air of like always being sexy and cool like little known fact, the only reason I ever got my nipple pierced, which I have a nipple piercing Wait, like to you, both of them? No, like, just, just the left okay. left one's the party titty and the right one's the mommy titty because I don't have kids someday. Oh my god. And I'm very paranoid. <laughs> and you cradle on your right side. <laughs> yes. So I, the only reason I get it done was because I wanted to seem sexier because at the time I felt like I was perceived as like this kid. So I definitely understand feeling like left out and rejected to the point where you feel like you have to act on it and do something to prove yourself and be validated right i also went through being the only black kid in my grade and sort of this like idea of for me what was a really big deal was the sexualization of hair i don't know if you've oh, ever I have of, heard that. of that but like yeah. having an afro while all these like beautiful blonde girls could do pigtails and like be cheerleaders and flip their hair was like such a big reason why I chemically straightened my hair for a decade to try to be like a wh- pretty white girl to try to feel validated and like I fit in and like I was pretty enough for boys to like me
1: yeah and it was always those physical features mm-hmm. right and yes. like you know I know the girl that you're describing right now
0: yes I knew her we uh, we yeah. all do we all
1: did we all knew her like yes. yeah, yeah totally this whole hair thing the boobs yes. or the butt like for sure like that was not maybe it wasn't like sexual rejection but it was like my own personal thinking that people were rejecting me because I was lacking that in that way. For sure. Right. Because obviously like Miranda talks about how she, you know, you think I'm sexy? Like, does this, does this color turn you on? You know, in that whole like conversation when they're shopping for lipsticks, I'm just like, girl, You do not need lipstick
0: no yeah it's not the it's not the lipstick that's going to define you it's Mm -hmm. how you it's also like the idea of like sexiness sort of does mentally come from within and if like my confidence has changed so much since moving here And I, like, can see it now. And, like, I will, like, be like, bitch, you're hot. Like, you don't need to be put down and put in these situations. Like, screw the goddamn lipstick. Miranda, you're hot as shit. If you can, if you realize it, take that feeling and then project it out into the world that you are hot as shit and people will think your shit is hot. Yeah, for sure.
1: Totally. Okay, so we jump to basically Carrie writing her article. Yes. You know, and she talks about how... Whether or not, you know, threesomes, I guess at the time of this episode, were the new frontier. Mm -hmm. And we obviously went through the fact that they're not the new thing now. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) But at the time, she did say, threesomes are a new thing and threesomes are everywhere you know like how she describes fat low fat non-fat and then like mo larry curly but like i have to share something and like this is where i was like oh my god the threes the threesome threesomes three everywhere and like when i went to design school like there was this weird like rule of three thing yes
0: i studied that in fashion school exactly. too. The, exactly you yes. know
1: so like you know when you repeat something three times if you do more or less if disrupts the balance of the design. And there's also
0: that in like the Bible, right? The Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Like it's it's
1: it's implemented everywhere. What's funny is like three isn't even an even number. For some reason we compartmentalize it as an even number.
0: Of course. Well I think it's the multiples of three in math that are like the reason why. And like the whole triangle, yes, like, equilateral, yeah, the can, that, yes, because of like three sixty, yes, it's like yeah. it's a mathematical thing. Yeah, I it's... was very good at trig once upon a time. <laughs> I think you still kind of are, girl. I mean, I remember pi, so we're getting somewhere. <laughs> which also three pi is three point one four. Oh, fun fact: <laughs> three point one four one five nine seven. I think is as far as I can go. If I'm even right. Honestly, you got me at three. Like, <laughs> you
1: had me at three. We're good. We good. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we jump to Samantha, who, you know, is starring in her own series called Sam Does the Merica, And she's sleeping with this man named Ken, who is unhappily married to his wife, Ruth. And according to him, he's, like, so sexually
0: fucking deprived. It's... <laughs> It kills me. It's just that, I don't know. There's just so many questions. Like, is he not vocalizing it? Is he just letting himself be sexually deprived and not doing anything? Because there's just so many questions that come up by this character who's just sort of like an in and out that you don't get to see. It's sort of the question of, and like, I. so I majored in English for my first degree, and it's that question of, like, omniscient narrator, where he, like, You don't know what's going on behind the scenes of his life. Like, is he ever even saying this? Because then he goes on to say, like, oh, you do that thing with your hips. Like, Ruth won't even get on top. It's like, well, are you asking her to yeah because like spoiler alert by the end of the episode this woman's willing to let a whole stranger guest star yeah so like you're saying this bitch isn't willing to get on top but is willing to let samantha in exactly so there's no way that he's communicating he's just like taking the easy route and finding it from a whole other person as opposed to actually asking the person he made a life commitment to to do a simple task he can go fuck himself in the ass yeah (laughs) yeah Well, I, I'm sorry. I, no, I just love. that Throw rant. that man out. Throw that man out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that rant because I was just like, you know, you could put her on top if you wanted to. Don't understand. It's just, it's, it just goes yeah. to show what we were saying earlier, though. It's a lack of communication. Like, if, like, yes. if, like, and again, the idea of three is not only being th- like physical threesomes in the same room, but threesomes being the invasion of a person into a two-person couple. Like, in a way. Ken's threesome isn't just with Samantha, it's also with the, like, the ghost in the room that's the lack of communication. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. if he were to communicate, then he wouldn't need Samantha because he would be happily married, but he's not. Okay, so,
1: moving forward, we go back to Charlotte and Jack, who is basically going guest star hunting. Which you said that you are you would not be down with, in uh, yeah. a way.
0: I mean, I wouldn't, I think that, like, hunting for it is one thing thing but I sort of would rather be the idea of being like you just see someone and know it as opposed to being like what what do you want to do on a Friday night date let's go look for another person of fun right it's very weird to yeah me.
1: I think that's so weird too and I'm just like I, I understand that the way they set up the show obviously this episode that's how they produced it of they made it seem like they're on the prowl for
0: some Hot chick. Yes, for some hot puss. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And clearly, like, you know, they're actually at some kind of other benefit for something else. I don't even know. But, like, this woman obviously, you know, comes over and asks Charlotte for a light. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte doesn't smoke. And this was in a time and age where you can smoke indoors. Amazing. Amazing. But, like, okay. The part that I have to highlight is the fact that Charlotte
0: mentions that she put her hand on her leg... Right, which is just her sort of finally putting her guard down to being open to this idea because I think she wants to see his reaction to saying that. Yeah. That it's a sexy thing to say to him that, like, you know, like, you know what? She actually did touch me. We should do this. Like, sort of admitting, but in a way also admitting defeat and being like, I'm going to do what you want. I'm going to, like, continue to, like let you pursue this fantasy no matter whether it's even true or not because I, like... Or whether I want it or not. Yeah, and, like,
1: saying things to feel it out and like you know that is so not charlotte too right like she's not a promiscuous person at that level and it was just i just wanted to scream at the television and be like she did not put her hand on your leg like that is not what happened you were not touched dear no you were not like (laughs) shut up (laughs) and i just like i was just so ragey because i was just like charlotte stop it like you're you don't even know who you are right now. Yes. You're, like, he's totally buttering you up and, like, telling you what you You're
0: hallucinating touches for exactly. a man. <laughs> exactly. For Jack. Like, yes, you're not even drinking at this benefit, girl. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And, like, jeez. Oh, like,
1: I have to give her enough effort for trying, you know. But still. Like. Yes. And the night obviously continues with her. You know, and we find her getting caught up in a wet dream. And it was... Okay, honestly, when I first watched the episode, I was, like,
0: confused. Like, did this really happen? I was so confused. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, no. So they did it? Yeah, exactly! This and I is was... the episode done now that yeah. can't be right.
1: Exactly. And I was just like, you stand in there for real? Like, you joining in on this? What?
0: Like, it was so... And also Leffield, so the confidence, but, like, in the wet dream of the way she, like, sashayed in and the, like, dramatic yeah. sort of, like, slinky drop and of her, clothes. And then her
1: hair waving and, like, you know. Right.
0: Just, just like. Her, it was very, yeah. it was very well done to do, like, a movie magic sort of moment within a TV show. So, like, kudos but it, I was very like, oh, this isn't really happening right now.
1: Yeah, like this is this is this is your dream. You're waking up from this. Yes. Okay. With a big smile on your face. Good for you. Which I've never come in my sleep. I have never either. Okay, if I can come in my sleep, yo, I'm sleeping forever. <laughs> <laughs> I am
0: never waking up. Like. That's it. Bye
1: <laughs> okay, guys. <babe>. Maybe
0: that's <laughs> death. But no, I I'm the person who never actually I very rarely even remember what I dream. Let alone have a yeah. sexual one. Mine are usually weird and they're only weird if I've been drinking. Usually I wake up and I have no idea where I went. Yeah. I've actually
1: pissed myself sleeping in an in adult age. Only one
0: while drunk have I done that.
1: Yeah. So I wasn't drunk and it was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, um, I don't even remember what the fuck the dream was, but like. Well, you must have been peeing in the dream yeah i definitely was peeing it wasn't a golden shower it wasn't a golden shower it was actually, <laughs> damn it it was a very innocent dream i can i can definitely say that but i i don't know what compelled me to think that releasing my bladder in my bed was cool i don't know life happens ah yeah so whatever i mean hey life all <laughs> right so okay charlotte has a wet dream yes miranda has a nightmare do you remember your nightmares I yes usually was it sexual though? Do you have
0: like you have um I very no no any any bad sexual things I have like put in a box and locked away. Like my therapist has been like, do you repress memories? And I'm like, if they're repressed, would I remember I've repressed them, talk? And we just yeah, stared at each other like ah <laughs> knowledge. So no, I don't remember. I mean, like I tend to remember nightmares, but they're never sexual. My nightmares are usually just very, like, color-vibrant, scary horror-type stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to have any dreams involving anything sexual at all. You sleep well, clearly. I mean, I try to. I don't get enough of it, but what what I experience, I never remember, really.
1: Yeah, no, because, like, I find that I don't really remember any kind of visuals from my nightmares. But I find that, like, I know that I have a night or had a nightmare when I wake up feeling stressed.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes like, sense.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't know what it is that causes stress. I know that it was something to do with my head. Like I probably dreamt up something that was weird, and I'm like, okay, I'm waking up, kind of stressed out right now. Clearly, I had a nightmare. I don't remember what it is, but I have to keep going. You know what I mean? But so yeah, poor Miranda. I feel her. Yeah. I feel her,
0: but only in like a semi state <laughs> yeah. of coma. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Because like you know, I was just gonna say like Miranda's nightmare is basically like her in a sandbox with her girlfriend. Yes. And like them not wanting to play with her. And obviously she reads into that as her her
0: brain telling her,
1: you are sexually frustrated or rejected. Right.
0: How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? You feel trapped in a box with people who you think don't like you. I mean, that I can relate to, but yeah. I don't know if, like, nightmare level to me is, like, a yeah. big word. Like, not that it is a big word, but, like, comparatively to other things, I could dream about that. Like, I've experienced worse than rejection, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for sure. Is my feeling about that. But that's not what the they yeah. wanted to do with that episode. Like, if her whole storyline and that thing is... The worst thing for her is this rejection, then I can see how awful that feeling is. I do know that that feeling is awful. Yeah. And
1: obviously, like, at the time of this dream that or, or night- nightmare or whatever you have it, like, that Miranda was having, it's obviously, like, just her insecurities. Yes. Like, being put on blast and just stressing her the fuck out when it's not necessary at all. For sure. I mean... I feel like Miranda's hot, so she's good. Uh, 100%. Totally. So, this is where Carrie and Charlotte get together. And they're hanging out, walking down the street. And this is where Charlotte opens up to her about how, like, she had her little wet dream. And I love what Carrie says. Dreams are, like, a great way of experimenting. It's like buying a dress but keeping the tags on.
0: I love that.
1: I love that analogy that she made. And I was just like, that is... Very true, I think. Like, especially in in the case of Charlotte's dream, I thought was very on point. Because, like, she is obviously dabbling with this potential idea of doing a threesome. Right. And she dreamt it. And even though she wasn't actively participating in it, Mm -hmm. I think the whole, like, dream of her unleashing this inner Charlotte character and, like, being all sexy, and, like, I feel like that really kind of
0: made her hunger for it a little bit more. For sure.
1: Because she's like, oh, who is this person
0: that I'm going to be if I participate in this? Like, you know? I think that the dream was definitely an outlet for the fantasy, like, to experiment with the fantasy. And that that would be the correlation to, like, buying the dress and trying it on is, like, trying to, the like, is, it was sort of like her being able to reflect on the fantasy without it being a pressurized moment of thought yeah like without having to really sit down and reflect this dream allowed her to to dabble okay so then this is where like
1: they're bantering back and forth and charlotte's saying how she's really actually considering doing it because she obviously responds to carrie's analogy and says like do you think i should do it and i think you know in a way charlotte's obviously looking for that girlfriend validation too the same way miranda is and she's like if Carrie says yes right now, I can tell you right fucking now. She'd go home and do it.
0: Oh, yeah. She was turning right around on exactly. that block. Like, yes. she'd be like, bye, Carrie. I got, I'm busy.
1: Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. And, like, she also mentions that sh- if she were to do it, the main gain, basically, would be to get
0: closer to Jack. Of course. Yeah. Which is back to the whole chasing thing that she was doing at the start. Like, it's the same. It's still doing it for somebody else. Is she doing it for herself?
1: Yeah. And like, Carrie does call that out in that conversation as well, which I think was fantastic. But I think that the best response, and I think the whole highlight of this whole episode, was the fact about knowing someone and being close to them and what you would do, the lengths you would go, you know, the risks you would take. To be close to this person... I can't even look you yeah. in the eye! <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. look you in the eye! <laughs> Hillary oh. is, like, turning away from me right now at, no. at, at all costs. And I'm like, you obviously have been there, and, like, sh- she talks about how, like, the things that we would put ourselves through to get closer with someone. And, like, this is where, like, uh, Charlotte mentions, like, how well do we really know anyone we sleep with? Of
0: right. course. Mm-hmm. I definitely have, like, been with people who I found out a lot of difficult things about after the fact. Like, who their partners were in terms of, you know, there's always that awkward moment, especially, like I said before, small town syndrome of you're in the bar and then someone's like, oh, that's the person you're fucking's ex right there at that booth three feet from you with the, like... Of course, they have to have perfect skin that day and, like, the nicest outfit. And you're just like, like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. (laughs) But, like, you don't have... Like, then you have to be this whole other person, right? Because they're there. And it's... I've definitely experienced that. And I've definitely experienced... Like, how well do I know this person now as well as they did? You always know the person after the fact, right? You know them post you and know experience. them. You know them more, and like you connect with them deeper. You mean? No, what I mean is, is that you the way that like how am I t- I'm trying to say when when you meet the person, you know them after whatever they experienced with someone. Like in terms of like how they were saying, like the, there's always like a threesome in a way because there's the past. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily know them better yet. You know a different version of who they were with that person. Right. Okay. So they're sort of. You're meeting someone who's technically not the person that, that they went out with. You know what I mean? It's sort of... It's always a growth process. So how well do you know the person you, you're you sleeping with compared to the, their last partner? In a way, it's sort of two different people now. Yeah. So that's always... I think you have to keep that in mind. Like when you're hearing stories about how they were with their ex or how they were in these other experiences that you weren't there for, you can be jealous. You can be all of these feelings. But they're not the same person anymore either. Like, there's always you're always growing and they're always growing, right? So I think that's something we have to keep in mind, like in that respect.
1: Yeah, and like time changes people. Yes. Right, and like people change all the time, and hopefully for the better,
0: of course. Right. So I think it's like what I was trying to say, like to more concisely. It's you. It's never beneficial to compare. Yeah. Because it's not the same person. How well do you know them? Well, how well did that person? And now they're not the same person anymore anyway. and what kind of relationship
1: were they having? Who of were part of this relationship that they were in? Of course. Like, you know, their, their circles obviously influences that too. So, yes. Yes, yeah, so it gets very, very technical. But, like, of course. Yeah, like, I think relationships can't be solely defined by one thing or, like, one person being that way or whatever. 100%. Yeah, totally. So, on a lighter note, have you ever checked threesome ads? Like, in Craigslist? No! <laughs> i've been on craigslist twice and it's so terrifying okay i have to agree it is very terrifying and for the purpose of this episode i actually went on craigslist girl and fucking looked this shit up Braver than and it's real
0: well i mean yeah like i'm not surprised that they're real but what i would say now is how many people on tinder you see that it's like the second couple is me and my girlfriend, and we're looking for a third girl. That I see that shit all day, every day. Of just, like, that's the new ad. Like, Craigslist, not so much. Craigslist, I think, is for Wild and Wacky. So, this is where we cut to Carrie and Mr. Big. We're
1: gonna do a little bit of roasting here on Carrie,
0: because... What the fuck, Carrie? Like... Knows nothing about him. Nothing! Like, what the fuck? Like, it was I like couldn't. watching just, like a tinder match seriously at at like day one i was like oh okay yeah y'all y'all meet before that's like (laughs) you let him put his dick inside you (laughs) don't know that he's been married yeah like do you maybe he has. nowadays we look up star charts (laughs) i know like
1: yeah like you would ask like
0: what's your birthday and to someone in the writing industry
1: i know her industry exactly
0: like that was just like unbelievable i'm like carrie also as as a writer you'd think she would have done her digging on him beforehand. I think she's too dumb for that. I honestly don't give Carrie Ouch. any
1: credit for that. I'm, You know what? I love Carrie, but girl. Like, Ugh. Mr. Big has got her beat in every pill, level. Like, like oh. I don't know what it is, but, like, it just... Like, she he just has his power over her even throughout the entire series. And, like, obviously, like, it gets highlighted later on in the show, but, like... This is where the moment where she's like, what the fuck? Like, you had wild sex with your ex-wife and you cheated on her. And, like, you know, you obviously did some crazy shit. And she's clearly very, very insecure about that. Of course. Yeah. And, like,
0: she's finding out all these things That, really, you should have been asking from the beginning. Of course. I would want to know that you were married. Like, to me, marriage and having an offspring, date one, I gotta know. Yeah. Absolutely. If you were tying her up to your, like, ceiling fan, I can find that out date six. Yeah. But date one? (laughs) Yeah. That she exists? I gotta know. Exactly. And this whole,
1: like, married, been married, kids to, like for sure you need to throw that out there marriage kids any stds yes check those boxes
0: off in knowledge
1: like you gotta know that shit exactly and the next thing would be like how close you are with your mother
0: (laughs) oh yeah that's that's i might care about that more than the kids yeah exactly (laughs) see what i
1: mean like these are important things like carrie what the fuck like so we gotta jump on the part where carrie gets insecure of course. Right, because this is like her carry spinning. Because, like, she's known to spin. She mentions, and it infuriates me. I don't know why, but, like, it just bugs me when she says that. She's like, oh, they had wild sex, but we had sweet, we have sweet
0: sex. And I'm like, the difference? I mean, to me, it was just like, It was sort of that catty girl moment of trying to invalidate someone's past by what you're doing. And I was like, that's not really, that's not very feminist of you. That's not very pro women of you. Like what, who cares what sex they had? If you're happy with the sex that you're having, then like mind your fucking business. Like who cares what sex they were having? It's not supposed to be a competition. It goes back to what I was saying of like, he's not the same person, but he's happy with the sweet romantic sex that they're having. And, like, doesn't care to have this, like, kinky, wild sex he apparently was having with Barbara, then move on. Keep doing what's making him happy now if it's also making you happy. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be about the past. Exactly. Okay,
1: so this is another creepy thing with the women. How Sam and Miranda told her to go check out the ex. Okay, in this day and age, that would have meant, yo, creeper Facebook check if she's available on instagram don't show up to
0: her office yeah and meet with her for a coffee like <laughs> that's very it was very intense but then like later on in the episode when it sort of revealed that everyone the cat's out of the bag and everyone knows that everyone's checking up on everyone it was played off in such a blasé way it was that i was not comfortable with that because i was very like I would think that people would be upset and they play off going to the office like it's just flipping through a magazine. I was very like, you're not going to say anything about the fact that she met with your ex wife in person. Like, I've like looked up someone's Instagram, accidentally liked a picture from like a year ago and been put on blast. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, I thought they were very like chill about it. Was it was way too chill. And like, if- that should have been a fight. Exactly. And like, if I were Barb, I'd be like, the fuck I would have been like do I need a restraining order who are you exactly
1: this is where I have to mention that like we hit the point in the episode where all four of the women are dealing with their own versions of a threesome and good or bad obviously none of them actually go through with having a full-on threesome. Right. But it's, like, it's interesting to see how, like, you know, like you've mentioned how Ken and mm-hmm. Samantha yes. are dealing with a threesome and the fact that Ken obviously has baggage in the room, right? Yes. That's That's what they're dealing with. And then, like, Carrie obviously has her boyfriend's past that she needs to deal with. And, like, what I find really interesting is that these are all threesome baggages that are
0: stemming from insecurities of some sort. And it all does sort of come from, like, almost an invasive... Like, even though technically Samantha's guest starring, it then becomes invasive because then the wife invades on her her desire to be anonymous in this. Exactly. And then there's, like, the baggage of Barbara invading in Carrie and Mr. Big. There's the idea of the third person invading in uh, Jack and Charlotte. And then there's... Miranda, Miranda invading in her own... Yeah. She is her own threesome yes, fuck-up. She
1: is. Like, yes. she's, like, screw-summing in her head. Yes. Like, screwsome. What I find with the whole Sam and Ken thing yes. is when, like, you know, obviously they run into each other on the street.
0: Of course. And then... Aco-taco-a-billion. Sure.
1: Oh my gosh, because I'm just like... I find really funny is that during this whole interaction between her and Ken... Yes. ...and Ruth...
0: Yes. ...is
1: she gets really docile and awkward. And she's not that strong Sam that's it's... like no fucks given. And it's almost like she got rampaged in the face by like... This is the, kind of the consequence that you have to deal with now that you suck this man. It was sort of
0: her realizing that maybe being the guest star isn't always that great. Yeah. Because it's like I said, as much as she was the guest star, it wasn't a one-time in and out. It was multiple fucking occasions with one person. So that's not really guest starring. Even if you're not taking the time to have this emotional connection, you're still listening to this person talk about their baggage every time that they fuck you. And then when you see this person face to face who you know that you're hurting behind their back. There you go. Like, that's a slap in the face. For sure.
1: I just love how she was so passe about it, too. And, like, she, she clearly was done at, of that, course. Mo- at that moment. Um, she's, she, she wanted to be done. Yeah, she wanted to be done, but it just, just <laughs> kills me how, like, the stuff comes back and bites her, and it's just dead. But,
0: I mean, but was it karma because she was the other woman? I think so. I think so, too. It's
1: like, that's what happens when you fuck married
0: men. <laughs> yeah, not, but, uh, not only the consequence of maybe meeting the wife, but also the wife calling you up and being like
1: yeah. hey girl <laughs> it's like let's be friends <laughs> moving on a little bit like we obviously talked about carrie seeing barbara as like competition have you ever felt like you were in competition with exes girlfriends friends whatever yes let me i know.
0: have so i just at one point I hate that I'm still talking about the same person. But this guy, he at the age of 24 started sleeping with this 19 year old. She would just like always be around because at this point I had sort of made friends with his friends. And then he just sort of all of a sudden meets this girl on Tinder and brings her around despite having taken my virginity and have been fucking me. And so then it was, like, a like a very blatant competition because it was, like, just bringing this other person around, even though we weren't together. But I definitely, like, disliked her, would creep her social media all the time to see if she posted anything about him. Like, definitely jealous and definitely bitter.
1: This is where I want to talk about Mr. Big and, you know, how he came about, like, him having his divorce and coming clean to Carrie in bed. Because clearly, like, this is the moment where Carrie kind of, like, disconnects herself from him and notices oh shit like i'm actually i, I see her in this room i right. you know she's taking over my mind and of like, course like right?
0: a very present yeah like person yes character almost
1: and mm-hmm. obviously like her insecurity is projected in the form of barbara of course yeah and like like i just can't because it's Again, like, you mentioned how, like, you know, the person in a previous relationship is not the same. Of course. And I feel like, and if you agree, of course, like, her biggest insecurity is Mr. Big is going to cheat on her.
0: Well, once you find out someone's a cheater, of course, we've always heard, once a cheater, always a cheater. And then it's also learning these factors about, like, well, well, like, to put myself in her shoes, her mind must have been racing. Like, what kind of kinky sex? And thinking about all these different things that he could have been doing with this person. But then to find out... That it wasn't satisfactory and that he still went out and fucked someone else. I would have been gone. I wouldn't have stalked her. Like, Barbara, I would have been out. Like, I would have been like, clearly, you don't know what you want if you're going to have wild sex with someone. Have it not be enough. Like, you have enough communication to be able to, like, do whatever wild shit in the bedroom. And you still end up leaving I don't like that, would be a horrifying realization for me. I would just assume that this person isn't capable of either honesty or, or like ha- hasn't had their moment of self realization, maybe. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. I'd have mean, been gone. I have to touch on your comment
1: about once a cheater, always a cheater. Of course. I am not a believer of that.
0: Don't think that I actually am either. But I definitely think as someone who's lived by that, I found it... I wouldn't be surprised that that's her reaction. Yeah, for sure. Like,
1: I... Personally, like, I... You know, it would be more for me, like, if I found out someone has cheated before, I'd be like, oh, okay... Like, I'd want to know more details before deeming them, like, oh, you're a cheater for life, you know? Like Yes, because there are life circumstances that happen that... Unfortunately. And I feel like it's never that black and white. No, I definitely agree with that. exactly. Because, like, I've been in a situation where someone has called me that because I haven't physically cheated, but I emotionally cheated. Okay, one of those. Yeah, one of those (laughs) things. So it was kind of like, oh, you're a cheater, you fucking cheated on me. And, like, I got all these, like, really awful things said to me and at me about you know my discrepancy in life what's funny is like when you are young and like you do stupid ass shit it's just like I can't let something like this define me and the fact that like I feel when someone just brands you as a cheater because you fucked up once in life is really unfair
0: yes I agree with that
1: yeah and I just like and I think that like right now obviously Carrie is head over heels for big and right. the fact that he's obviously made mistakes and done wrong is almost making her feel insecure it doesn't even begin to cover it of course but then she's also
0: not doing what you just touched on and exploring it with him or asking like she doesn't ask about the cheating she doesn't ask about the kinky sex she just sort of accepts these facts about him and continues to push forward, gra- dragging the insecurity with her. Yeah, and then, like, doing creepy-ass, fucked-up shit. <laughs> <laughs> Being well <sus>. Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
1: And, you know, this is where Barbara, like, meets Carrie for drinks. And is, like, totally,
0: like, the coolest fucking woman And now, ever. like, looking back, I'm wondering if... Maybe she has an inkling of Carrie's insecurities. Maybe knowing what Mr. Big is like knows that he wouldn't have shared all of these details and is sort of being the bigger person by putting her mind at ease and is almost being like the mama bear. That's how I'm reading it now, having like finished the episode and looking back. Cause like you have to be dope as shit to meet with the person your ex-husband is now fucking.
1: Yeah, and then to be cool as fuck about her showing up at your work and pretending like she doesn't know who you
0: are. Of course. And not having a vendetta. And like watching her lie to your face, like watching her lie to her face about like, are you seeing anyone? And then she's like, not anyone important. Yeah, like, and then she, when she clearly knows you're yeah. you're doing
1: my ex-husband. Yeah. Like sister,
0: come on. It's definitely a show of like impeccable pro feminist activity from another woman.
1: Getting off the Carrie roasting train.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, homie. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Sorry,
1: girl. But like, we have to like lighten this mood up with like Sam and Ken and Ruth and like bombarding her with this
0: threesome. Their situation is much more. I'm willing, apparently now that I'm aware of this lack of sexual intimacy in my life, I'm willing to let a stranger in and now be this sexually promiscuous for my husband because I love him this much. And she even goes to the point of like... Saying so heartbreakingly Like we ha- love each other And we have a happy yeah, marriage oh my God. Like bitch no you don't Or you wouldn't be making this phone call You also don't love yourself Or you wouldn't be making this phone call But
1: you know what though Like I love how it was a three way call And like you know like uh, <laughs> They Ken. really played it up The yeah, three way call And like Ken was like saying oh my god I'm leaving her and then Ruth is like we're staying together and I'm just like
0: you guys you guys need to sit down and just have one honest conversation with each other have you ever done that yeah exactly like anyone in this episode talk to each other can Carrie sit down with Mr. Big and just get to know him and can this married couple get to know each other yeah exactly and then can everybody calm the fuck down in between
1: I hope Sam hangs up and never, blocks their numbers and right? never calls them back ever again. No,
0: they need to sort it out. Like, if he's leaving, then leave. And, like, Sam doesn't want a relationship, so she's out of it. If Ruth wants to try to salvage the marriage, then I guess they're the next person making a Craigslist ad. Exactly. Like, and then he can for still sure. have his goddamn cuckold dream if he wants. It doesn't have to be Sam. Exactly, Like, sure, sure, Sam is, like, the hot goddess, but, like, there's tons in New York
1: here in New York. Okay, so moving on, we're jumping back to Charlotte. just a call out i did mention
0: they're going to an add event and this is what i had to say to you tell me attention deficit disorder where is his attention not on her exactly (laughs) Ah! the english major in me was like i could write a whole damn essay about the subtlety in this
1: exactly
0: so well done so well done like love it i absolutely was like oh I thought it was funny at first and I was like, "Oh, because he has because no. he's not paying attention to her. Because his attention is everywhere else because he's just staring at every other woman because he's not that into you." For sure not. Exactly. And
1: like obviously we they put that, you know, at the end of the episode of and course. like just,
0: "Uh, good for you, Charlotte, for walking away like the queen that you are." 100%. And for, for sure. and for having at least gone this far with the thought process and the experimentation and the willing, the openness. Being that open is brave. Kudos exactly. to her. Exactly. And then, like, I had to really give it to her for, like, catching that girl's attention the way that she did. Hey, That's yeah. some smooth uh, shit.
1: I know. I was just like, it was very cute. <laughs> and, like, very frisky of her, too. Of course. And I was like, that takes skill, actually. It does.
0: Especially, though, I think that would have worked in, like, the way they depicted it. Like, the way Carrie was sort of, like, it's everywhere and people want it, but people also aren't really talking about it, I think sort of led into the way they played into how she got the attention and was sort of just, like, sly about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. What was the, the slickest move you've ever pulled to get someone's attention in the crowd? Oh, tell me what l- it is. Lord, Did you flash them your left boob?
0: Oh, I've done that too many times. Oh it's my God, <laughs> <laughs> That's not even original. Oh my God, that's not a thing anymore the slickest thing oh okay so wait i have a crush on this guy at my job now right now he comes in so i'm not gonna say where i work but he's doing construction on the building and i work inside the building and he's working on the outside of my building and we've been flirting every single day and so i finally was like um if you're gonna keep flirting with me at my job can i at least know your name that's like the, the biggest thing i've done it was 9 a.m and i was in public and on camera and i like i know it's not that slick but i was sweating so hard okay did you get his name yes i did okay i did i didn't get his number yet though he said he was gonna come back and give it to me and has i have i seen him since fuck no he hasn't come back in my store well i'll let her know yeah that's what? wait what's we wait, wait what's your slick move my slick move Okay, honestly, I'm really not that slick. (laughs) Mine wasn't that sick either. I was just bold at 9 a.m.
1: I'm honestly like probably one of the most awkward people. I feel like I po- I crack like a pretty funny joke. Okay. At the right time. I can see
0: that. I, yeah. I, I've laughed a lot th- during this experience. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Good I laughs. definitely think so. Good yeah. laughs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I and I do, but I don't think for me either. Like, I, there's no line that I really have. I think it's like an air of confidence and like how I hold my body. Maybe I brag and like show my like sexy modeling pictures. Oh, it's that like,
1: for sure. Like, yeah. but that's
0: not really a move. That's just me being like a vain bitch. <laughs> that's me honestly just trying to get free shots at a bar and then if the guy's hot yeah but i'm also not the type of person to take home men from a bar and just fuck that's true so, so i
1: guess like maybe then that would be my slick move like i would go. i feel like i would i would drop like a really kind of not provocative but like more like oh did you just say that like that's
0: funny you know like you right. know, like it would make a head turn like yes i'll definitely like mentioning my piercing is something that people will be like wait you've got a what now yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That, I think that's what I would have. So we, we do the, the, like, the bomb drop. Exactly. Like, the Makes mic sense. drop comment. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, that would be We can go out nice.
0: together and do that together. Fuck yeah. I'm into it.
1: Girl. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah,
1: I will. Okay, so, moving on a little bit. So, we're jumping back to Miranda. And, oh my God, Miranda has her aha moment. Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Good for her, number one, answering a fucking creepy-ass Craigslist ad. That takes big balls. Big balls. The biggest. The biggest. I just want to take another moment just to, like, you know, applaud her for meeting with these two people, like, this couple. Who are obviously... So eager. So eager, desperate, hungry,
0: thirsty, everything. And, you know what, like... Like, overwhelmingly want to fuck Miranda. For
1: sure. And, like, yo, Miranda's fucking hot in this scene.
0: Yeah, because she finally realizes, like I said, that inner confidence, that inner sexuality, that she's like, I am worth all the shit. Exactly. And like I love how like the husband Mm -hmm. was like, Are you doing
1: anything later? What a fuck.
0: Like it's Oh my god. And then like but also like the confidence when she like the like sexiness of when she slinked away to make the phone call in quote air quotations and never come back. I was like, Girl yes." Yes
1: Yes. Yes, for sure. And like How she walked out and smiled the whole way. Of course, because she
0: realized that she didn't really need that experience. She just needed to know that experience was available to her. Yeah. She, like, definitely seems, and, like, granted, as we know, I haven't watched that many episodes. But, like, she definitely seems like the type of person who, I think, like me, needs to know that the possibility is there if she so chooses, even though she's probably never going to fucking choose it. It's about knowing that you're sort of in control of it and have that option to you. And I was like, yes, yes. You can do this if you want to. Don't do it, but you can do it. <laughs> Don't do it, okay. Don't do it, but but you could. Yeah, if you wanted and, to. And that's great. Yeah. Don't do it, though. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's empowering to know. Yes, yes. 100%. That's how, I, and I felt like that was so good for her.
1: Okay, so we end the episode back to Carrie
0: and Mr. Big.
1: Carrie and Mr. Big, obviously, long story short, come clean.
0: Obviously Carrie has more to complain about. And again, but again, yeah. blase reaction. Exactly.
1: And this is where I find that the best part is. This is a constant theme in especially this season mm-hmm. and even the next with Carrie and Mr. Big how like she is so quiet and docile and like just kind of shuts down on communicating her feelings clearly. Because clearly ev- like everyone knows Mr. Big has a reputation for being Mr. Big, like, you know, but he's also very, very dense and fucking stupid when it comes to
0: reading, like, these... Reading the room and reading, like, emotions. Yeah,
1: especially from a woman, too. Like, I don't think he sees it perfectly well, and he's very, very dumb, and unfortunately for him, like, Carrie's a very complicated woman as well, and the fact that she doesn't open up even more so, especially when he's even asking, is really bothersome for me, because, like... It's very hard for a man to be like, what is the matter? Like, what is wrong? Like, you know, like, a lot of it, he could easily just be like,
0: okay, well, that dinner sucked. Have a good night. Bye. Right. It was just, the whole thing was very just, like, I don't know, like, another case of a woman trying not to stir the pot. But then also, like, everything that he offered to the conversation Like, it felt like such a non-conversation while also being a big conversation. Yeah, it was. It was so just like, I did all this shit, you did all this shit, but then cool, we're not going to do anything about it.
1: Yeah, and like, I also need to highlight this moment as well, is that this episode talked a lot about the FMF threesomes.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So two girls,
1: one guy. Yeah, Yeah, so it would
0: be FFM, you you just put the same one together. Oh, okay, FFM. Yeah, yeah, got it. Thank you, thank you. Yes.
1: I love how they only centered around that type of threesome.
0: I did think about that, too. That Yeah. Like, because that goes back to when we were talking about the different decades. It would have been way too early to talk about the idea of, like, Charlotte, Frank, and another guy. Jack? <laughs> <laughs> That's just another white guy named. <laughs> They're all the it's same. same. There's probably a Frank somewhere but in no, there. But, no, it yeah. seems so that that could have been the third male. Yeah. The, the third person. Yeah. I mean... What are you going to do? It's not a time period that would have been ready for it. I don't even know if they would do that on a show now. We could change that. They definitely definitely might mention that it exists and talk about it. Yeah.
1: But I, I feel like it was also, like, the producer's way of playing with the female empowerment. That, like, maybe two girls, one guy is the threesome way to go.
0: I think it was more of a way to talk about the idea of, like, what Miranda says about men just, like, beating off to two women and the cuckolding experience, and less about female empowerment, because everyone, all the women were insecure about it. That is true. No one was empowered, but at the end of this, at the end of this, Miranda was empowered by herself, and maybe Charlotte because of the fact that she was able to walk away, Mm -hmm. but Samantha was left basically alone, now without even just the fuck she was getting, And Carrie's still in this, like, relationship feeling that she doesn't really know this person that she, like, learned some information about, but she's still not doing a deep dive. And it's just still very surface level. Yeah. So I think that the female, female, male was just because that's what would have been comfortable at the time. And what would have raised the question about a straight cis man's point of view And not raise, like, I think it would have been too big of a question. I don't think they were ready at that time, period. That's why they would have picked female, female. It's just easier to talk about that and delve into, like, what men are looking for while also the the empowerment, I think. Hold, I just had an epiphany. I think the empowerment comes from the female emotional repercussion from the male's seemingly primal desire.
1: aha moment (laughs) moment. look at that i'm gonna write
0: a whole essay later it's fine (laughs) oh
1: my gosh give me let me let me read it all of these all
0: of these episodes from now on are gonna come with 10 page dissertations oh for sure (laughs) you could teach a whole lecture on
1: sex in the city oh
0: uh, that must have already been done if they are doing lectures on beyonce they're doing them on this. oh
1: for sure for sure okay so i have to close off on like one thing
0: yes the appeal
1: of the threesome is easy but intimacy is the bitch We can, I think we can agree on that, right? Like, I think there's definitely an appeal to the threesome,
0: for sure. There definitely is. And of course, as we already said, much more if you're the guest star, I think, because it does seem easier. I think there is a general curiosity in everyone about it. And I definitely do think that intimacy is the bitch because of what they highlighted of how much do you really know the person you're with. And how much is the person that even know themselves at the time? You know, like intimacy is so many layers. It's not just physical intimacy of body parts touching. It's the like, where are you emotionally? Are you ready for this experience? If it's a threesome, are you ready for this experience? Even if it's just a twosome, if it's just like Carrie and Mr. Big having not confided all this shit baggage to themselves. Like, I definitely think that intimacy is much more harder because it's a lot harder to be emotionally and mentally vulnerable than it is to be physically naked in front of someone. Your body. You can pretty much tell what's going on through your clothes. Usually. Like you get the general thing. Like your brain is such a vast part of you. That like feels like it's a million times bigger than it is. Because your emotions are everything that are you. And I think that that's where the intimacy comes from. Is that vulnerability. Whether you're willing to share it or not with a person. And that's that's inherently what's special. And what some people think is special about sex, or if you're like Samantha, you don't give a shit. Amazing. <laughs> what? I,
1: like, I don't even have anything to add. Like, that's okay. just, like, amazingness. Yeah. I want to say thank you. No, thank you. This was so much fun. This was a lot of fun. I feel like I know you, like, too well out tenfold now. Yeah, it's you do. Like, I feel like we need to go out and actually,
0: like, solidify our
1: There you have it. Thank you for getting carried away with us. If you like what you heard, then feel free to tune in again next week for our next episode. And if you have any stories or thoughts about today's episode or anything you would like to add that we've highlighted in our chat, then please feel free to comment or drop us a DM to let us know your thoughts. Don't forget to like and subscribe and find us on Instagram at The Carried Away or like us on Facebook at Getting Carried Away at the podcast and we'll talk soon. Bye!
0: plus.